Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I'm interviewing Dr. Todd Sullivan, and we're going to dive into his top 10 guerrilla marketing strategies he did to build his practice from the beginning and some of the things he still currently does. And he's going to define what that means. Uh, some of you may have never heard of that book. It was a a really valuable and kind of game-changing book, probably in the early 2000s. I remember being a recent graduate in 2005 and reading it, and it really helped set my mind on, okay, there are things I can do to grow my practice that's not your typical brand building, expensive ads, all those things. And so we have a great conversation around that. And, um, you know, D Dr. Sullivan's a, a very good representation of the vast majority of our audience who are very good chiropractors, um, you know, very consistent with what they're doing and putting patients first, putting the evidence first and building a great practice around that and thriving. Uh, and, and he, you know, he's not, uh, you know, like some people would say more sizzle than steak or more a hat than cowboy. He's got the, the goods as a provider and then has built a great practice around it. And that's why I wanted to have him on to talk about this, because I think you can put yourself into his shoes, no matter where you're at in practice right now and implement some of these and, and get some growth. And so uh, this interview I found very informative. And he did a lot of prep work for it, and it was great. Uh, before we dive into that interview, I've got a couple housekeeping things. As you're listening to this, this is right a few days before the beginning of 2023. And, and here at MCM, uh, we're really excited for the year. As a company, we've got a lot of great initiatives starting. Um, as a podcast, we've got a lot of things going. And one of the things uh, that we're rolling right out of the gates for you uh, in 2023 is we're going to start with one of these and see how it goes and potentially do two or three throughout the year. And it's like a little mini series in addition to our regular weekly show. So obviously we do a Thursday release every week. Haven't missed a week in over five and a half years. We're going to in January. So starting actually January uh, 9th, we're going to run for a four episode mini series in collaboration with MPI, Motion Palpation Institute. And we're going to have a theme of how to be world-class at treating athletes. There'll be four episodes that'll be released on Mondays. So the 9th, the 16th, the 23rd, and the 30th of January. We'll still have our Thursday regular shows. So this is in addition to that. And we've got four episodes in this mini series. The first one will be Mark King and multimodal approach to treating athletes. And again, you know, being world-class at treating athletes doesn't mean you have to be the team chiropractor for a professional team. You want to be world-class in your community first, and that could be treating junior athletes, recreational athletes, high school athletes, any of those things. Doesn't mean you have to be treating professionals. So our goal with this is to help guide you in that direction. Episode two is with Corey Campbell, and that's adjusting the athlete and how manipulation in the athlete is, is uh, instrumental. 
Episode three is with Steve King, and that is being a pro sports team chiropractor. He is the team chiropractor for the Cincinnati Bengals. And so a lot of insights from that. And then episode four is with Brett Winchester and return to sport considerations. I think one of the biggest things, and I, and I obviously dealt with this over the years and working with a lot of high level athletes is return to sport guidelines, you know, giving timeframes of when they can return, knowing if they can without reiterating. There's a lot that goes into that. And so we're bringing on Brett Winchester of MPI for that one to round out the four episode miniseries. So take a look at that. Uh, we'll be emailing out. If, you, if you're not on our email list, you can get on that. Actually, just go to our closed Facebook group, which is Modern Chiropractic Marketing. And I had posted in there how you can sign up for the email list uh, to get notified of that. And so we're excited about dropping that out in January and we'll see how that goes and maybe have a couple, a few more of those clinically based little mini series to, to add on to our regular show. Uh, next and last, before we get into the episode is, you know, it is the end of the year um, at the Chiropractic Success Academy. One thing we did uh, is we teased out the CSA success path. And so we have a great seven module course that has each module has different lessons in it. Everything from the foundation to getting clear on your audience and messaging to the patient experience, to money matters, uh, seven different key fundamentals of your practice and, and kind of even designing your life. And it's got anywhere from five to seven lessons within each of those. So you get quite a few lessons that we cherry picked from our total academy and we package that up into the path. And you can buy that for $179 now as a one-off thing that you have access to. And you can really help set the foundation for you in 2023. And you can go and find that at bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash CSA path. And you can check that out and purchase that if you'd like. And it'd be a great way of investing a little bit of money at the end of the year, which, you know, can decrease your tax burden a little bit uh, and then hope invest for your future. So check that out bit.ly forward slash CSA path and get uh, a really good outline of lessons that you can take and implement for your practice. All right, without further ado, here is my interview with Dr. Todd Sullivan. All right, welcome to the show. I got Dr. Todd Sullivan here and we're uh, going to dive into a, a fun topic. It's something I probably should have had on a long time ago because it was a a book uh, instrumental in, in my career years ago, uh, but we're going to talk about guerrilla marketing today. But before we do that, uh, introduce yourself to us, Doc. Yeah, I'm Todd Sullivan. Um, I practice about 20 minutes outside of Washington, D.C. in Virginia. Um, I've been a chiropractor for 17 years and I've owned my practice for 15. Um, I have my wife and I, we have three boys who are seven, five, and almost three. So we have a busy, active, uh, family at home. So yeah, we're, we're almost similar in that. I got the two boys two years apart, but I don't think we're going to go for a third. So <laughs> <laughs> I tried to stop after two, but my wife wanted to have the girl. And so that's where the third boy came from. So yeah. And, and that's why we're probably not having a third because my wife's convinced it would just be another third boy. Although she, she loves our first two, so she wouldn't have right. it any other way. So, uh, well, listen, I want to thank you for, for coming on. You know, you had posted in our Facebook group, uh, about the joint, uh, I think, were you at a concert? Uh, what, what was that? Uh, no, story? we were just at like an event at a local mall, you know, and mm -hmm. I came out and 
I noticed when I was going in, they had different vendors there. Um, and, uh, they had, uh, the joint there and, uh, you know, so didn't think much of it came out and on my car, there was a, a card, you know, from the joint basically, um, you know, it was, it was something I'd never seen before in terms of, you know, just, a a marketing card on top of the car there, but it was pretty well done. I was pretty impressed by actually, you know, and I thought this is a, you know, a great marketing idea for them, you know, and it's, I think it was offer for a discount on exam or treatment. And, um, but you know, I just, it caught my eye by surprise and that's why I posted about it. Yeah. And it, and it's, you know, it really sparked some good conversation in the Facebook group and, you know, and, you know, putting the, the joint aside or the discounted offer on there, whatever, just kind of, then it, segued into the topic of of guerrilla marketing and and having that and that's why i was like i wanted to have you on and and just talk about this topic of guerrilla marketing and you know some of the the newer docs may have never heard of the book before i know it was kind of a prime time book for our age group Uh, i think we graduated similar uh time Mm -hmm. frame and so what what is guerrilla marketing And, and give us a little bit of backdrop of that yeah i mean so guerrilla marketing is just a um cheap, innovative way to market your business. And like, for example, for chiropractors, I mean, everything we do in some form is marketing, you know, whether it be the design of your office, how cleanly your office is, your interaction with the patient, your staff's interaction with patient, you know, your website, everything we do is essentially a form of guerrilla marketing. And when you read through the book, I mean, it's like you can pinpoint all these and how they would relate to a chiropractor. But, um, you know, again, just looking at out of the normal uh, ways of marketing, like traditional corporate marketing or ways that small businesses can market, you know, their sums. Yeah, exactly. Cause obviously, you know, we'll, we'll hear the term brand marketing, right? Like a Coca-Cola always is a good representation of that. You know, they could spend zillions of dollars a year on brand marketing and, and it just gets baked into society. Well, <laughs> we're not going to be able to do that obviously. And so with guerrilla marketing, it's, it's a way of doing, uh, you know, in your community, getting out there a lot to position yourself, position your practice uh, as, as a place to, to go to. And um, I think guerrilla marketing is one of those things where uh, not enough chiropractors uh, do it. Not enough chiropractors do enough. Uh, they get frustrated why they aren't growing and then a lot of them, I do feel like they know in their heart of hearts, they could be doing more. Um, and for whatever reason, they're not. And so one of our goals in our episode today is to like, let's, you know, let's get a nice little top 10 list of things you you could do. It's a great time of year for this, uh, you know, towards the end, beginning of, of a new year transition to really just sit down and, and say, okay enough's enough. We're going to really build this practice and promote it in a a way uh, that's, that's ethical, but diligently. And I think if I had to sum up guerrilla marketing, it's kind of like it's diligent marketing and you're, you're not letting any um, stone go unturned in a sense. Right. Uh, And then you got Yeah. There's going to be some things that you may not want to do and that's fine, but you got, there's plenty of things you should be able to do that are within your wheelhouse. So um do you have any, do you want to uh, preface the, the top 10 list at all? Or do you want to d- dive right into number one here? No, I mean, I think what you said about, you know, there's always more we could be doing. You know, I think uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says that, you know, we should be producing, he uses a number like 63 
pieces of content per day, right? So that's not realistic for chiropractors, yeah. but we know that we could be doing more, you know, and it's a constant striving to be better and to, you know, again, use some of these tactics so that um, you're doing all you can do at, you know, at affordable things, you know, that don't cost our arm and a leg to market yourself. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's roll into number one, I guess, in no particular order. Yeah. So, you know, number one, first, you got to start off with a marketing plan, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have a marketing calendar. And then once you have everything planned out, say for the quarter, and then ultimately for the year, you know, then you have to track your, your metrics, you know, you have to check your new patients, office visits, collections, to see what is working and what isn't. And then you can adjust on the fly as you as you as you need to. But, you, you know, without that set in place, you're basically just going off the top of your head, you know, you're not planning things out and stuff like that. I think that that is the key thing for a lot of chiropractors, we don't plan very well. I know myself, I also use um, like just a journal on day to day things like top three things I want to get done, you know, and so that's the daily thing. And then ultimately, matching it up with my calendar, what I need to get done. Yeah. And a little, you know, sidebar on that too, is because a lot of the campaigns you may want to do uh, are going to be seasonal, right? And if you don't get ahead of that, you might miss a great opportunity. And so you want to look at that. And the way we've kind of looked at it for the year is there's going to be certain seasonalities for us. You know, we're not going to do uh, golf stuff in the summer down here. We're going to do it in the winter, which is obviously unique. Uh, mm -hmm. and if you're up in, you know, uh, I don't know, Iowa, it's going to probably be the, the reverse. So you got to know that and plug those in there. And then, you know, like November might be a great month for a use it or lose it or campaign. And then you might find some months that are really agnostic, right? There's really nothing that sticks out. It's not back to school. It's not anything like that. And then you could plug in maybe certain conditions or other types of messaging you're trying to get out there. So it's definitely good to get ahead. So I agree with you. Yeah. And I mean, going back on that, I mean, you guys have developed the chiropractic success Academy and you know, in there you have the marketing plan, the calendar, you know, you can track all your metrics. So it's really simple. It's all done for you, you know, and stuff. And so whether or not you want to do it on an Excel spreadsheet or use that, it's, it's vital to, you know, overall how your marketing is going to go. Absolutely. Um, number two would be um, improve your public speaking. So we all can do a better job at, you know, public speaking. I know personally I'm an introvert, so it's really hard for me to initially get into that, but it's so important. I feel like you, you know, take as many classes as you, as you can. I, I feel like we can always looking to improve our public speaking. Um, and then just getting started doing the presentations, you know, do B and I do, do it at gyms, do it at local uh, businesses where you can do these presentations because the more you practice, the easier it will get and the better you will get at them. Um, um, and you know, it'll also improve your patient communications and your confidence with the patients, mm -hmm. which is, I think an overlooked aspect of it. Um, especially for new docs getting out and recommending whatever you recommend. Um, but you can say it confidently without, you know, struggle and stuff like that. Yeah. And I definitely want to touch on that because, um, everybody can get better at communication, right? Um, and I actually just got off before recording this with you, I just got off my 90 minute uh, coaching session, um, for public speaking. Like I joined a public speaking, uh, coaching group and it's been great and it's really fine tuned things for me. And, uh, I did a ton of public speaking throughout the years in the community. I would say that was my number one driver of business from probably 2006 to 2011. Uh, it just was a ton of injury prevention talks and anything I could, I could do. And 
Uh, I'm an introvert as well. And communication has been something that I've always tried to improve. I was not good at it. Uh, and it does carry over to other things like getting better at uh, public speaking was better at patient communication for me. Getting better at patient communication and public speaking has helped podcasting. Getting better at podcasting has helped my presentation skills when I go up on stage and do it. And so it all feeds itself. Uh, but positioning yourself as an expert is one of the best things you could possibly do. And and if you're not comfortable with it, work on it. You're, you know, be, I, I kind of like this, this phrase and, you know, it's like, be a pro, you know, and uh, it's, it's just like, get better at things, right? Like your career is going to be long and you spent a, a long time getting good clinically enough to graduate. And then you're going to still have to keep on working on your clinical skill set. but why not have some other skills that you're stacking on that like communication and public speaking. So it's a, that's a, one of the best for sure. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we often avoid what we're not good at, you know, and so it kind of like the obstacles, the way, you know, basically striving through those hard times to make you better, you know? And so mm -hmm. I definitely think it's vital. And this just feeds into number three, you got to start making YouTube videos. I mean, there's so much video content and so much consumption on YouTube. It's not only that you're going to, you know, be the YouTube star or anything like that and live off of YouTube, but it provides you so much content. You know, you can break it up and put it on your website. You can put it on Instagram, wherever you want to post it socially wise. But shooting YouTube videos, probably one of the best things I've done in the past two years. I committed to publishing one video a week, you know, and so we have, I don't know, 180 plus videos on our site now. And, you know, one of them went viral and there's over like a million views on it, you know, and just random, right? No, yeah. no real particular reason, but it just did. Mm -hmm. And, but it starts to get noticed, um, not only, you know, online there, but also, you know, actually we use it for Facebook marketing to our existing patients. And then we, we can retarget people with it. It's it's mm -hmm. great. I mean, there's so many different uses. Yeah. Um, one of the best things I did when I was starting, because I started off just shooting one video a week, mm -hmm. and and that was fine. But when you start getting good and you start batching your videos and shooting six to ten videos at a time, that way you're not constantly you know worrying about getting the video done for that week. Mm -hmm. You can plan your editing in advance, and it's much easier. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, about eight months ago, we transformed MCM Mastery to where we now teach and, and train our, our clients to shoot videos. And then we do all the production branding and, and actual distribution for them and get it on their YouTube channel and distribute all that stuff. And one of the things we have them do is batch the four videos per month and, and get them to us ahead of time. And, and they get on top of it and we help them build out the campaigns. And one of the things that we had one, we have one member who has gotten a ton of benefit out of it, which some people don't think about, but he's been using the videos and sharing them with his patients. Like if a patient comes in and says something, he goes right over and emails and like, Oh, I did a video on that. And so he's using it as patient education. And he said, it's been one of the best parts of it. And that is a form of marketing. Yeah. I mean, we started, uh, you know, posting on our, um, website under each condition, the video that corresponds and then services, we have, you know, videos for that, but you're right. I mean, just sending a, a quick video to a patient. Oh, I just recorded a video on this. I'll, sh I'll send it to you. I do it all the time, mm -hmm. you know, and then another possibility depending on, you know, how much you want to put into it. But, you know, because of, again, how I've been posting regularly, it can actually turn into another 
um, income income re revenue stream. So, you know, there is that possibility. I mean, it's not going to happen for most people and that's fine, but you, you know, it's nice getting some extra money in, in besides the actual chiropractic office, you know, and everything like that. So just another option for that. Definitely. But I mean, going forward, it's, it has to be part of your marketing plan. I really feel like it, you know, you just have to get over it, get started and it'll get easier. Yeah. So you don't have to be one of those YouTube chiropractic stars, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can, again, use it um, evidence-based, you know, type of realistic way how we're treating. Um, and it's it's good education for everyone. Um, number four would be um, improve your website. You know, take a look at your website. I know I just updated my site, had it built out and everything like that. But really look at your site. You know, can it be improved? Again, you know, yeah, it could probably get by, but do you want to take it to the next level? You know, and then going along with that in your content is having all your content story branded, right? So you've done podcasts about that, but really important in terms of, you know, getting the people to actually schedule an appointment, you know, making it easy for them versus a lot of clutter on their website. Um, that's really key. And then, you know, along on, on the website, making sure you have online scheduling. I mean, with Review Wave and Cairo Touch, that's kind of how the setup I use. It's yep. easy. You know, you can block things off. Um, you know, it's it's a great way for patients to schedule. And then the same thing that goes along with that is like two-way texting, you know, that ties in with the online scheduling and with Review Wave. It's, it's you need to be updated. And I mean, you, that's why your site needs to look current um, to make it stand out from everyone else. Yeah, we just did an episode actually with Review Wave and, and Keenan and talked about kind of the whole patient experience of and leveraging technology to do that. Uh, that is a form of guerrilla marketing and and just really separating yourself from from everyone else. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, and then just tying into that, number five would be you know improve your Google listing. You know, work on your site's SEO, which will be tied into the built out of the site work on citations, use like a company like whitespark.ca. They can help you build your site or Darcy Sullivan. Those are other options. Mm -hmm. um, and then one of the big important things you really need to focus in on is getting Google reviews. So using a company like Review Wave and make it automated so you don't have to think about it. Um, you'd be surprised how many people I thought wouldn't leave me a review for whatever reason. They just, but then they left me an amazing review. And so mm -hmm. Uh, every, you know, we track all where our new patients are coming from and, you know, a large percentage are, you know, Google reviews and, um, and seeing us on the maps and we were number one on the, the map page. And then also the number one organic search in our area, it really, you know, it's really vital. And I think reviews, even if you're not number one on the organic search, even if you have a ton of reviews, that'll pop out. And most people don't even get past that and they'll just check out your site read the reviews and then give you a call or schedule online. Um, and then along with the Google, you know, depending on your budget, you know, you can start running Google ads mm -hmm. and you can target ones with like the map search, you know, that pop above the map. So maybe, you know, you're working on your Google reviews, but then you have some extra ad um, money to spend. You can put it on the Google reviews. And I like that better than Facebook. Facebook has its place, but I feel like, with Google in terms of getting new patients in, I feel like that's a great um, avenue right there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I One of the things I say is like, you got to turn your Google business profile into a, a second website and build that thing out and have all you know good pictures on there. Uh, I know with us, we're in the process of finishing up the renovation of our office. 
And we're going to have a whole new set of uh, virtual tour and, and photography and getting that on there and uh, definitely building that whole thing out for sure. Yeah, I agree. All right, Docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that at bit.ly bit.ly slash propel mcm that is bit.ly bit.ly propel mcm modern chiropractic marketing right and so check out that link and we're going to have you go over five seo secrets to owning the first page of google uh, without buying ads and darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. Um, number six um, was something I did early on in practice was I wrote a book mm-hmm. and it was probably one of the best things I've done in terms of, you know, giving yourself credibility and making your, your, making you an expert. Um, and basically how I use it in my practice is all new patients get a book. I um, have different sections on various conditions and services or whatever. I also have nutrition and rehab in there. It'll mark the relevant chapters for that patient and with my business card. And so they take that home and mm-hmm. often the book gets passed on to other people. Um, but I also use it when I go out and give presentations. If mm-hmm. I'll have a, my books with me, I'll give them out. You know, and honestly, you know, with the, you know, the direct publishing nowadays, like a book cost me $2 and 75 cents. Right. So, I mean, it's well worth a new patient, you know, you Mm -hmm. look at the lifetime value of a new patient. Um, people like giving away a book. Yeah. It's actually a really easy way to, you know, get your name out and make yourself an expert. Yep. And And in terms of the, go ahead. It it looks the, the way you can do it now with self-publishing, it looks professional and it's great. And, you know, it's, it's such a great way of positioning. Yeah. I mean, Amazon makes it so easy with their Kindle direct publishing. You just go on, order whatever books you need, and then it shipped right to you really quickly. Um, and you, I, most people think like, oh, it's hard to write a book. And yeah, maybe some of the extra stuff that goes along with writing a book is, is difficult, but the actual content is easy. Yeah. You know, we know conditions, we know services, we know nutrition rehab. I mean, I also point to my YouTube, you know, videos in the rehab section, you know, so on whatever the exercise is links to that, you know, and people go to your YouTube channel from that. You know, so there's lots of ways you can use it, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's my new business card. And I don't even really use a lot of business cards anymore. We just use the book. Nice. Yeah. Um, number seven would be Facebook. So Facebook still has its place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I'm using Facebook most now is with Facebook groups. So I'm in a bunch of groups locally, like say triathlon or runners. Um, and I'm just there to, you know, give advice if people ask and you can give them, you know, links or, you know, links to your videos, stuff like that. That helps. We get a ton of referrals from uh, a group and I'm sure they're all over the country. Moms run this down. Mm-hmm. So once you get in with some of these groups, like the referrals are just constantly, you know, who's the chiropractor in, in Burke, Virginia, you know, and we get just a lot of 
a lot of great referrals from that. So I would definitely recommend that. Now that you're not going to be able to join that group, but mm -hmm. if you provide great care to someone and get them back running, they're going to tell other people and then it just spirals from there. So one thing we recommend we, Facebook we've groups. done incognito, obviously. Yeah. Like unless you're a, a, a mom and you're a chiropractor, you can, you can get in there. Um, but I'm I'm not a mom, but one of our front desk was, and so she was in there and she, she did things tastefully and, and got patients out of there. So maybe one of the team members is a mom that can be in there and kind of be kind of eyes open for that. Yeah. And another group we use, is just a living in whatever city you're in. Right. And yeah. so we have lots of various patients that are members there. And again, someone looking for a chiropractor, you know, you got 10 people recommending you, you know, you're going to stand out, you know? And so again, that, I mean, obviously you have to provide quality care and stuff like that to get the recommendation, but that's such an easy way to, you know, um, spark those referrals. So I definitely think that, um, and again, the other way I use it is we run, um, Facebook ads to existing patients just to say kind of top of mind, just to, again, we're, we're there whenever you need us. And, and then we also run it to like a one to five mile radius of my office. And we use that, we retarget, um, those Facebook, you know, leads and people that go to website. And again, it's just, that's kind of the basic Facebook marketing that I use. I'm not looking to get new patients necessarily out of it, but mm -hmm. just kind of stay on top of mind with everyone. Yeah. And I want to, I just want to touch on that a little bit because when I first started out, uh, building my practice, you know, I couldn't have imagined spending $2,000 a month on ads. Right. And, and I was getting out there a lot, but then as, you know, as we became more uh, profitable and the revenue was going up and I could start to get an understanding of the ROI of things and look at it. Um, I'm happy to spend $2,000 a month on Google slash Facebook ads because I know it's got an ROI and it's a form of us getting, and I know we're consistent with getting content out. So it's a form of us getting content out in front of everybody. And it's just a marketing budget. Um, I don't want people to think they have to just go spend 10% willy nilly on marketing because someone said you should spend 10% of your revenue on marketing. Um, if you, if you're spending 10% of, of your revenue on marketing and it's working great and you worked your way up to that, that's fine. But, um, I think we're, you know, always looking, we're fluctuating between anywhere from four to 8%, give or take here and there, uh, on our total marketing. And so, uh, there's more to marketing than just your ad spend. So you got to take that in consideration as well. But, uh, you know, don't, if, if you've got profits and you're looking to, you know, increase your marketing, you're looking to increase your practice, you know, looking at Google ads and Facebook ads, uh, is something you need to do and, and then figure out a good strategy around that. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times people think they have to pay a company to do that for them. Mm -hmm there's all these YouTube videos online. You can research everything if you want to do it yourself. Now, hopefully you get to the point where you're not doing everything yourself, but um, you know, a lot of times you can figure out how to do things and it's not really complicated. You just got to put in a little bit of time to look it up and figure things out. So uh, number eight would be uh, a monthly print newsletter. So I feel like print uh, advertising is quote unquote dead, but getting a nice quality print newsletter sent to your patients, I mean, will definitely stand out. You know, uh, we've gotten so many compliments on the, you know, newsletters that we've sent out and just not only just about uh, your practice, but it's just about different um, aspects of whatever the topic is. And mm -hmm. 
about local events going on in your office or in your area and stuff like that. Um, it's a really nice way to stand out. Now it does cost more. You are definitely going to pay for this. So you're starting out in practice. You're probably not going to go this route, but um, as you get um, your budget and your profits up, you can start to afford to pay for this. And I use the newsletter pro. They were definitely the best out there in terms of putting a quality um, newsletter together. They interview you each month to talk about topics. It's really easy. Um, but they, they definitely do a top notch job with that. Um, and then also you can just do a weekly email newsletter, you know, so using MailChimp or constant contact, you know, have your staff, you know, put up a, you know, a newsletter and, you know, just again, more of like top of mind that you're not going to necessarily, you know, have every open rates are not going to be the greatest, but, um, you'll, they'll see that. And then maybe that spark to remind, you know, call the office or to refer someone to you. Yeah. And, and going back a little bit, um, I had Sean Buck on from Newsletter Pro on our podcast a couple, maybe two or three years ago. A um, lot, of, lot of good work they're doing. Uh, I know some other companies, not that do direct mail, but uh, like for instance, the Scheduling Institute, they send great direct mail. Uh, mm-hmm. They have quite a budget on direct mail and and you can tell, and they do all the, all the tricks. Uh, it, but but it works. And I've heard him talk about it. Jay Guyer, he talked about it. Like, yeah, it, it's a, it's, it's definitely a, a, a chunk of money for them. Obviously they're a, a, a multi-million dollar company, uh, but they send out great glossy newsletter stuff. It's, it's yeah. really nice. Uh, and if you talk to certain businesses, like it, it does work. I know I talked to Josh Satterley about it. He has a, a, a buddy that's in chiropractic that like really his only form of marketing is newsletters and it's just hits a home run for him. And so what I've done is I like, I kind of, I roughly follow the profit first model of their mm-hmm. um, kind of breakdowns of percentages of expenses and everything. And so I've got some projections there. And if I get to kind of like a certain level where I feel really good about like the the profit margins there, the revenues at a certain point. Um, I've, I've kind of earmarked that where I'm going to get back uh, to sending out a monthly newsletter because I do believe in it, but I do believe you have to be at a certain revenue and, and kind of profit margin uh, situation to do it to where it, it's not going to kind of break the back a little bit there. So uh, I do, I do believe as a time and place but there are other ways of be doing it affordable. Obviously you mentioned email, but you could also be doing like we send out a welcome letter to new patients, just regular standard mail letter on letterhead. We send you thank you letters on letterhead to people that refer us patients. We send out birthday cards each month on the little, you know, uh, four by six postcards and very affordable. And it's a form of direct mail. So I think um, uh, a lot of chiropractors are missing that opportunity for sure. Yeah. And that goes back to though, number one, like tracking your met, you know, metrics and making sure you are making enough in order to, for you to be able to afford that. Um, you know, and hopefully you get to the point because it does stand out, you know, the hard part is tracking it, you know, yeah. what is the return on investment with that? But, um, I guarantee if they get that in the, um, in the mail, they're going to, they're going to look at it. It's going to catch their eye, you know, and they're not going to necessarily just throw it right in the trash. Yeah. Um, they may actually, you know, look through it and again, just sparking, Stay on top of the mind there for that. Um, so the next one kind of goes into what you were just describing with like new patient letters. So I started using that letter that you developed in terms of for new patients and sending out 
discussing their, you know, complaints and what your plan is. Just like kind of a quick summary, nothing really long, but just again, it shows that you're caring, shows that you're listening to the people and they understand that, you know, this is this practice is gonna be a little bit different. This is, mm -hmm. you know, they're actually caring about what your your condition is. And then also um sending your local medical doctors um, you know, a treatment plan. And uh just again, even if you don't meet with them in person, that would be ideal, but you know, you can send them notes and again you start to see like you know, notes being sent from the same chiropractor, it's going to spark that referral. And they're like, I don't know, you know, much about this, but he sends me great notes and he follows a plan. And so I would recommend him, you know, so we get a lot of referrals from physiatrists and local MDs um, because of that. So um, I would definitely recommend doing the um, medical doctor treatment plans. Yeah. I want to go, I'm going to go on a little bit of a soapbox, um, you know, because some people it's like, oh, that might take a little bit of work to to get that done and, and stuff. And but the reality of it is there's a lot of chiropractors that are, you know, not busy enough. So take that crowd a little bit. And, you know, if you had a, a full time salary position for some, you know, corporate America, you'd probably be working 50 hours a week. Right. Uh, that's is very rare is it 40 hours a week. It, it could be anywhere from 40 to 60 hours a week, you know, and you're getting a salary and and you're doing your thing. And then a lot of chiropractors have about 30, 32 hours of treatment, right? And like, why not carve out five hours a week to be doing these things, right? Like, why is this not in your schedule? Like, put it on your calendar, say, okay, you know, Tuesday from eight to 9am, I'm writing MD letters, Wednesday from four to 6pm, I'm going out in the community and meeting people, whatever it is, right? Any of these things we're talking about, um, you need to carve in, especially as you're trying to build this thing, uh, five hours a week to for growth, right? For that type of stuff. And then once the money starts coming in and the profits and the patient and all that, then yeah, you can start to outsource some of these things to where I don't expect, you know, if you're treating 200 patients a week by yourself, like you probably aren't spending five hours a week doing that, but you're you're spending money on other people spending time to do it for you. So I just wanted to get on that soapbox because I just, I talked to a lot of chiropractors and um, the ones that need growth. And I'll ask them, I was like, well, how many hours a week you, are you, you know, lending to that? And it's not a lot. Um, so uh, you just got to do it. You and I didn't yeah. build our practices by just hanging out, right? <laughs> you got to be honest with yourself. You, you know, yeah. can you do better? You know, yeah. and that's why like, I like to follow that, like that week daily journal, you know what I mean? These are the things that got to get done. And that way in between patients, you're not wasting time. I mean, there's always time where you can find it, but you just have to be, um, you know, realistic and honest with yourself. Are you doing the best you can, you know? And then if you're not, then up your, up your game, you know, and they take it to the next level. Um, the, the 10th, uh, letter, 10th one I had on the list was building relationships. Mm -hmm. So, Building relationships with all the local business owners in your area, um, gym owners, CrossFit, Orange Theory. Um, it's so important in terms of just, again, like an overall network, you know, and not that one business is going to send you a ton of patients. They will, but um, if you get in the right, um, the right relationship, but, you know, you got to have that relationship. I even know the people from the joint in our area. They send us tons of patients because they don't do dry needling. They don't do ART. So. Yep. We get a lot of patients specifically from that. So you need to really, again, branch out and start to meet people and establish those relationships are key um, for your development.
Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, for sure. You need to be uh, doing that. And um, I kind of wanted to just uh, wrap up a little bit. I want to compliment you, you know, because, you know, like a lot of people think of some chiropractors that do a lot of marketing, it's going to be flashy and they're, you know, salesy and, and all the things that we may have have these images of uh, chiropractors that do a lot of marketing. And, you know, you're, you're a great chiropractor. You've been doing this uh, steadily, consistently with the marketing to grow your practice. You've always put the the patients first, and then you've just continually to to just do marketing. and And I think you look at yourself as someone that's becoming a just really a, a leading educator in the community. And again, like you said, forming relationships. You don't have to be flashy and you know overly. Uh, outgoing all the time, right? Like it doesn't have to be like that. You, you have to really just be yourself. But what's cool about that, like if you're not over the top and flashing all that, you tend to, to have, you're like a, a 10 out of 10 for trust factor, which is nice. Right. And that can be mm -hmm. something you can leverage. And it was interesting because I just, um, like I said, got off my public speaking uh, a class for 90 minutes. And it, it was all about your offer at the end of like, if you're on stage talking and it's not about selling on stage. Cause you have that. And the topic got brought up. Like some people are really good at selling on stage, but it's kind of authentic to them. And it's like their personality. And she was like, don't, if that's not you, don't be that you're going to go up there and you're going to have a high trust factor. And the things that you do say are going to carry extra weight to it. You just got to make sure you do say it and do say it consistently. Right. Sure. And that's the same thing with, with marketing. And so I want the audience to realize like you, you don't have to be this uh, type a, you know, outgoing extrovert that could sell beach to the sand. Right. It does. It's not about that. You just do it consistently and effectively and you'll grow your practice. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, and being consistent is one of the big keys. Like I talked about with the YouTube videos, you got to be consistent with it and be once you start being consistent it's going to be a habit and you're just going to get it done you know versus you know not uh applying yourself so yeah I, I totally agree with you you don't have to be you know the next uh youtube star or anything like that but you need to know what your strengths and your weaknesses are and you know just um go with it and you know use them to your best advantage yeah definitely so uh what are you most excited about in 2023 for your practice yeah, so um, most excited for is uh, we're going to bring on an associate um, at some point here. COVID really messed up everything with that, so we're going to get that back on track. Um, you know, I also do acupuncture as well, so we're going to be expanding some of the acupuncture that we do and do a ton of dry needling stuff. Um, and then just, uh, you know, keep, uh, again, being consistent with my content, you know, and nothing crazy, um, but I do want to improve that i do want to look at getting you know uh, going to a, a speaker's class and, and, and really taking that next level and also the scheduling institute like you mentioned mm -hmm. they're really great for uh you know developing your staff too which is uh, something we didn't even talk about but that's going to be another key component to marketing your practice and you know that's untapped by a lot of people and it's tough because you know you're trying to you know find the right people it's very tough for small businesses to have the right people in but I think that's one thing that I'm looking forward to is uh, using that group to, you know, help my employees get to the next level too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
team building is is massive. Um, and Kurt Kippenberger in one of our mastermind groups was talking about a preceptor training program that he does. And someone is like, yeah, it's like, isn't it frustrating though? Like you do all this training and then they leave and, uh, you know, as far as staff and he's like, well, and I, I don't know who came up with the, the original saying and he did give credit to it, but it was like, you know, I'd, I'd rather, um, it was like, I'd rather train a, a team member and then leave than to not train them effectively and them stay. Right. <laughs> so, right. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so I'll leave it with that. And you got to be training your team. That's a big part of this whole thing. And that's really that backstage to make sure everything else is running great on the front stage. So. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate all you do for the chiropractic uh, community and, um, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. This was great. And, uh, hopefully you and I can share a bottle of wine again in the near future. <laughs> Sounds good. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you want to make the shift from busy, broke, and broken to time-free and cash-confident, or you just want to continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos. We help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us. We produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels. We also take them and we turn it into one good blog per month. And every other month, we have Darcy Sullivan producing a robust blog with a topic that you pick from her database to help with your SEO. So we essentially become your content marketing agency to make sure your practice is always having ethical, elegant content marketing to help grow your practice. On the coaching side, we also help you with everything from marketing ideas to business, communications, finances, anything practice growth and really try to help prevent you from being stuck on that island. And we hold you accountable. We have a great group of doctors that are just doing amazing things. And we look forward to help you out to take that next step in your practice. So again, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com and learn more.